0: Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy.
1: So uh, my name is Eleazar Torres. I'm a fourth year pharmacy student at the University of New Mexico College of Pharmacy and ASHP Pharmacy Student Forum Executive Committee member. Today, I will be chatting with Dr. Lucas Schultz. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Um, Our first question is, Lucas, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your current position?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me first. Uh, Well, my name is Lucas Schultz. I am currently the clinical manager that oversees infectious diseases, solid organ transplant, and experiential education at the University of Wisconsin Health. My background, I came into this role uh, after training uh, here at the University of Wisconsin and uh, practicing as an infectious disease pharmacist for 10 years and uh, would love to tell you more about my role as an infectious disease pharmacist today.
1: Awesome. Uh, Can you tell me uh, what the typical training requirements would be for an infectious disease pharmacist?
0: Absolutely. The training for an infectious disease pharmacist starts in pharmacy school. After completing a PharmD degree, most infectious disease pharmacists will complete a PGY1 pharmacy practice residency and complete a PGY2 infectious diseases residency. Some pharmacists may complete a fellowship in infectious diseases, and some infectious disease pharmacists come to the practice uh, via a different route. Uh, that would be my pathway. I trained in critical care, but found my passion in infectious diseases um, during that, that training, in the specifically in the treatment of septic shock. So uh, you can get to the typical training requirements, uh, typically a PGY-1, a PGY-2, and, uh, and then some on-the-job training uh, based on the patient populations that you care for.
1: Awesome. Um, can you give us a little bit of background about your current practice site and professional responsibilities as an RPD and clinical coordinator of infectious
0: disease? Absolutely. Um, well, let me start out by telling you a little bit about UW Health Uh, because that really describes the patient population uh, that we care for. Uh, UW Health is a 700 bed academic medical center located in Madison, Wisconsin. We are a level one trauma center. We also are Wisconsin's only NCI designated cancer center. And we have uh, the nation's fourth largest solid organ transplant uh, population as well. So our patient population is very diverse. Um, There are a large number of immunocompetent patients, but we also have a very large number of immunocompromised patients uh, here. So the the practice of infectious diseases spans the entire spectrum uh, of those patients and requires a variety of knowledge uh, about different pathophysiologies of infectious diseases. My role as a clinical coordinator over infectious diseases is really the oversight of programs dedicated to the care of patients with infectious diseases. And that starts with our inpatient care. We have a team of pharmacists who uh, review antimicrobials every day. Uh, our, our team of pharmacists monitor the use of antimicrobials in all of our patients. To make sure that they are optimized for the patient's renal function, liver function, uh, microbiology reports, and their clinical progress. If we find an opportunity to optimize care, we're going to make an intervention uh, to our pharmacist team or to the primary uh, medical team as well. That is called antimicrobial stewardship. And and that really is the the primary goal of our, our team is to provide optimized antibiotic therapy for all patients at UW Health. A second role of our team is really to round with the infectious disease consult services. These are patients that require uh, specialized care from both infectious diseases physicians and infectious diseases pharmacists uh, because of the complexity of their disease states. So we will round with those teams providing at-the-elbow support to our physicians as they're making recommendations about which antimicrobials to use and uh, which, uh, and then how to, to monitor and adjust those antimicrobials appropriately. That's a typical in, inpatient experience. My role as clinical coordinator also has me overseeing our ambulatory stewardship program, which is a, a new development in infectious diseases. We're starting to expand that idea of optimizing antimicrobial therapy outside of the the walls of the hospital. We're taking them into clinics, into dentists' offices, and uh, into our our, uh, variety of outreach clinics. Our job in ambulatory stewardship pharmacy really begins with tracking and reporting of antimicrobial utilization. We've developed tools to help us track what antimicrobials are being prescribed and by whom and then based on that information we evaluate prescribing trends and then educate and optimize prescriptions in the ambulatory setting so when you go to clinic uh, or bring a child in, uh bring your child in for care of a potential ear infection we want our clinical uh, our ambulatory physicians to be thinking, you know, is this viral? Is this bacterial? Do I need an antibiotic? And if I do need an antibiotic, which is the right one to choose for our patient population that's served by UW Health? And it's my job as the clinical coordinator and as an infectious disease pharmacist to make sure they have the right information. So reporting our antibiogram, what is our in- ecology of bacteria look like in the Madison area so that they know if we should use Augmentin or if we should choose an alternative because of high rates of resistance. And then finally, uh, my role as the RPD really revolves around education and developing new pharmacists. Um, We take three infectious disease residents per year, We integrate them into that team who's caring for patients, and we help guide the the development of those residents towards becoming independent infectious disease pharmacists. So those residents participate in the inpatient side, the ambulatory side, in our clinics, and our our independent pharmacists making uh, recommendations under the guidance of our infectious disease pharmacy team.
1: Um, What does a typical workday look like for you?
0: I think if you ask that to any infectious disease pharmacist, they'll say there's no typical workday. There's something new every day, and um, rarely does the day uh, turn into a a similar one from the days past. So if I had to describe a typical workday, it starts with uh, preparing patients, right? This goes back to really... Uh, the foundation of infectious disease practice, which is the inpatient management of of, uh, patients. So we will prepare uh, for infectious disease consult rounds. We'll do a a comprehensive medication review and uh, evaluate labs, identify opportunities for optimizing antimicrobials with the infectious disease uh, consult patients. And then we'll go attend rounds. Following rounds, we will uh, start reviewing patients for antimicrobial stewardship. These are all the patients not followed by Infectious Disease Consult Services. We have a a saying here uh, at UW Health that every patient is reviewed every day for the appropriateness of their antimicrobials. We want our pharmacists constantly thinking about opportunities for optimizing care. And my job as the antimicrobial stewardship pharmacist is to support them in that if i can find an opportunity to optimize care we will tee them up tee our clinical pharmacists up to make that intervention and if necessary our infectious disease stewardship group will make an intervention to the primary team as well to optimize therapy so once that is our once our inpatient antimicrobial stewardship work is done then we turn our attention to tracking and reporting of antibiotic utilization. You'll see that we spend time interfacing with our our information technology group and our electronic health record group to build reports, extract data from the EMR, modify it into something that's visually appealing and that tells a story of what microbial utilization looks like, and then we'll report that back out. We pair that re- reporting with education. So part of my day will be spent developing educational tools, presentations, handouts, pamphlets, to make sure that our clinic pharmacists and our clinic physicians have what they need to make the right decisions for ambulatory prescribing as well. And I think that's typical enough. <laughs> we could go into all of the RPD stuff too, but we'll stay with that. We'll just stay with the clinical side.
1: Awesome. Um, What is the most rewarding part of your job?
0: There are many rewarding parts of this job. Um, First is the opportunity to to optimize therapy for patients. When you see a patient come in to your ICU uh, critically ill, uh, you know, infected with a gram-negative bacteria or a, a weird, you know, rare fungus, and identifying what that uh, pathogen is, picking the right antimicrobial, optimizing that antimicrobial to see that patient then improve and, and leave the intensive care unit, go to the floor, discharge to home, and maybe you see them when they come back into infectious diseases clinic. Um, that is that is wonderfully rewarding to know that you had an impact on on that patient's that specific patient's outcome. Um, Other really rewarding parts of each day, an infectious disease pharmacist interacts with many different groups within the hospital. Uh, I spend a lot of time interfacing with infectious disease physicians, but I also spend time interfacing with critical care physicians, general medicine, surgeons, nurses, and administrative leaders within the hospital. And recognition that our stewardship program has improved patient care by decreasing hospital stay, uh, decreasing rates of superinfections infections like Clostridium difficile and, uh, and recognition that, that our stewardship program is valued for the expertise that we contribute to patient care across the spectrum is very rewarding as well. Uh, it's not patient-centric, but it is it is very uh, rewarding to to see the work that you do make others' day easier, uh, improve the care that they provide and and be recognized in measurable outcomes, um like length of stay, like ventilator days used um and mortality as well. So uh, that's very rewarding. And then I think finally another rewarding part of the day, uh, certainly as a as an RPD, is seeing your residents grow into independent pharmacists. I have the the blessing of being both a, a PGY one RPD and a PGY two RPD, so I get to see students, you know, upon completion of and graduation, starting a PGY one, coming into the the profession very green, very you know. Joe-eyed, big-eyed, everything is exciting and scary. Developing a confidence and a level of expertise that is is very deep. And by the time that they're completed, their PGY2 in infectious diseases, they're seen as local experts. They're seen as national experts once they're out presenting projects, writing manuscripts, giving lectures. And being able to see that growth and development over the course of just two very short years is wonderfully rewarding as well.
1: Um, What is a unique challenge presented in your job?
0: The job of an infectious diseases pharmacist uh, presents many unique challenges. Probably the most common challenge is that every day is different. Every day is a a new opportunity to evaluate patients in a new light with new information, and that changes the decisions that you make. Uh, I think an infectious disease pharmacist approaches data very, uh, with great excitement. Uh, You don't know what's going to be reported on the, the gram stain when you open up that patient's chart. You don't know when the the microbiology report will come back and show a very unique uh, bacteria that's causing the infection. And those challenges are, are rewarding because you get a chance to then educate yourself every day. There's always something new to learn. And there's always something new um, that hasn't we haven't experienced before, whether it's a combination of a patient's renal function and a new bacteria or an MIC, you know, a measurement of how, how susceptible bacteria are, um, that, that we haven't combined. So how do you pick the right, the right medication and the right dose, um, for that specific patient is a unique challenge each day. Um, so I think that's probably one of the most rewarding challenges that, that we get to face and we get to do it every single day. So.
1: Awesome. Um, what is a common misconception about your role?
0: A common misconception about my role is that I still count pills. I still, uh, my parents have finally learned that I I don't dis, uh, dispense medications. I don't uh, count pills. I'm not going to be the the pharmacist that they see uh, you know behind the counter at at Walgreens or CVS. Um, and and uh, and I think that is something that. Uh, many inpatient pharmacists kind of struggle with the specialist pharmacy model is a challenging one to describe to, to, uh, to patients, to providers, to payers, to family members even. And I think that, you know, the common misconception is that I dispense uh, antibiotic medications to patients And what I do is I dispense education and knowledge. My job is to be there at the time of decision-making and influence the choice of antibiotic that's, that's made the dose, the duration, um, and, and make sure that all of our antimicrobials are optimized for each unique individual patient. Um, so I think that's something that is a common misconception that, that all pharmacists just count pills and hand you a bottle.
1: Um, I think we have time for one more question. What advice do you have for a pharmacy student who may be interested in a job like yours?
0: The piece of advice that I have for for students uh, interested in an infectious disease job is to to say yes, Uh, to seek opportunities where you're going to be put in a scenario where you're uncomfortable. Um, As I mentioned before, each day, as an infectious disease pharmacist presents a a unique challenge. There's rarely a, a common scenario that you see over and over again, where you start to feel comfortable. There's always a new opportunity to learn something opportunity to, to take a different path. And, and I encourage people to say yes to those, those periods of time where it can be uncomfortable because that is where you grow. And that is where you, um, Develop new expertise and develop new knowledge. So I think it's important that that students say yes to that discomfort and say I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself. Infectious diseases is hard. Uh, I like to illustrate that with you know the idea of if you give a patient Lasix, you know how they're going to respond. It's a I I I think it's a pretty straightforward dose response type curve, right? You, you give a drug, you know the pharmacokinetics and you know what to expect. Infectious diseases is hard because it adds in a third layer. It makes it a, a triangle. It's not a straight line between patient and back and drug. You've now added in a, a bacteria into it. So you're considering your antibiotic, and and the patient what are the pharmacokinetics going to do that's straightforward but you also have to consider what is the antibiotic going to do to the bacteria and that's pharmacodynamics how how much drug do you need to give to kill the bacteria and then what is the bacteria going to do to the drug that's antibiotic resistance but then you also have to think about what is the bacteria doing to the patient and what is the patient doing to the bacteria that's the immunocompetent compromised uh type of scenario that you must also consider with this so id is hard it requires a student to to lean into that complexity um uh, that complexity also oftentimes results in in discomfort uh, because it's scary and if you just say yes i'm going to do it and you lean into that, I think it's a very rewarding uh, career to be in because you're constantly learning. There's constantly a a new opportunity to to impact patient care. And you get a chance to interface with a lot of people who look to you as an expert to help them. Um, You interface with surgeons, as I mentioned, and and critical care physicians and general medicine doctors who all look to you as, hey, just help me help me get the right answer. And being able to help your colleagues, being able to help patients that means that infectious disease pharmacy can be a very rewarding career.
1: That is all the time we have today. And I want to thank Dr. Lucas Schultz for joining us today and sharing their story. Join us here at ASHP Official and the Practice Journeys, Career Pearls for Student podcast series as we continue to explore different careers and practice settings.
0: Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.